The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your mission, initiate internet marketing measures. Your arsenal, the weapons of mass marketing. Learn how to accomplish your internet marketing initiative with the do-it-yourself tools and directives from the commanding leaders of cyberspace. Your training in SEO, PPC, social media, and affiliate marketing commences now. Welcome to the Weapons of Mass Marketing, presented by raventools.com. Welcome to the Weapons of Mass Marketing, presented by Raven Tools. My name is Taylor Pratt. I'm the Product Marketing Manager at Raven Tools, and my co-host is the co-founder of Raven, John Henshaw. How's it going, John? Hey, it's going great. What's up with you, Taylor? I'm getting ready for ad tech, my friend, and then PubCon. That's, right. That's right. The awesome conference circuit that always hits in October and November. Mm-hmm. On today's show, John and I are going to talk about ranking algorithms and analyzers. John, this all started back in 2000 when Google introduced PageRank into our lives. Uh, the idea was obviously to show how well trusted, optimized, authoritative, whatever you want to call it, a site was to Google. Now, I will admit that uh, in 2000, I was not doing SEO. I was in 10th grade. But I know you were already playing around in the SEO world then. Uh, no comment to your age. So tell yeah. me a little bit about SEOs and how they oh. reacted to the news. So let's see. So if you were in 10th grade... Um I think that would make Kenny Hyder. He was a toddler. Is that right? (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Tenth grade. Um, Yeah, I I think I was. I was uh, in the industry uh, (laughs) around that time while you were still in high school. Um, You know. So what Google did was they came out with their Google toolbar, and like I think, like you said, in two thousand. And they introduced to the world, to the SEO world, PageRank. Um, I, I, if I remember correctly, it's a long time ago, I guess like a decade ago. If I remember correctly, there was sort of knowledge of a PageRank, but they had never unleashed it into the wild. And so, um, and of course, looking back for them, that was a wonderful mistake <laughs> on their part. Uh, because you know there are a couple of things that happened, which was everybody really just based everything they did on uh, what their page rank was for their site, and over time we, you know, those in the industry taught our our clients that it was important, uh, way overly important than we know it is now. Um, it was kind of interesting, I think, from Google's standpoint because they looked at how you know search engine optimizers were using this and i think even for them over time they were sort of like ah okay i see you know this might actually have too much importance um so what you saw over like a decade was uh, they added a whole lot more uh, i would say uh, items into their algorithm uh, that were ranking factors so it so it lessened the effect of page rank um and uh, they kind of got sick of, and they are still getting sick of, 
people trying to hit their toolbar servers to grab page rank, uh, which they've always struggled with. And uh, you know, and then on top of that, uh, there's just this whole thing where uh, o- this over-dependence on page rank, as as I'm sure you are aware of, you know, for as long as you have been in the industry, uh, there's been a whole lot of page rank this and page rank that, and and that kind of led into this idea of of ranking and scoring. And uh, that that ended up going beyond page rank, and and of course that's what we're going to be discussing today is sort of, you know, out of the page rank created many other scores and many other ranks that are actually useful. Uh, sometimes they're maybe just as useful useful as page rank, or maybe even less or more. Um, but when you kind of combine all those things together, they can become extremely useful, which we'll kind of uh, spend the last part of this show talking about. Well, and I think a lot of people, they need this score. And I think as the industry gets bigger, more and more people really need it so they can start to judge how well they're doing uh, in terms of, you know, all the work that they're putting into this. You would think that rankings, traffic, and conversions would be enough, but I feel like maybe it's something that we all went through in uh, our school career where we needed to have a, you know, a letter A or a 10 out of 10 to tell us that we were doing a good job or a bad job so that we could justify it when anybody brought up questions saying that, hey, I'm doing my job. And and I think that's why everyone's going to continue to depend on that, and they're going to latch on to a lot of these other uh, scores that are popping up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a really good point. I I think that uh, you know it's one thing to be able to have all these different tools and be able to grab a lot of data and sort of come up with some summaries about that data, but at the end of the day, it's it's re- and I would say actually this is just a common problem across the board. It's really hard to know what is good and, and what is bad. There, there are some concrete things such as, uh, well, if I, I rank for this you know, particular keyword, I get such and such traffic from that, and it converts. So that's fairly concrete, and you can you know, understand that. But that's on the other side. That's the flip side. That's, the, that's looking at historical data. And in the case of, of page rank, in the case of SEO and link building, uh, the reason why it's important is because people need indicators before, uh, not after. And so, if you're sitting there and you're you're looking for uh, you're looking for sites that you think might be of high quality that you might want to build a link from, uh, that's how people have traditionally used PageRank is to be able to look at that particular site and go, oh, you know that that actually has a page rank of five uh, or maybe higher, and and so there's this idea that based on just that one particular score, I'll probably benefit from getting a link from that site to mine just because of the way the the page rank algorithm works. I think that's a really good point, and um, it seems like everybody is still latching on to page rank because it's the only rank out there that is cumulative. It's looking at a bunch of different factors. Every- Thing from you know traffic to backlinks, where a lot of these new ranking factors, um, or a lot of these ranking scores, they, they really just focus on one or the other. You know, a lot of them just focus on links. If you look at AC rank from Majestic, that's something that they focus pretty heavily on is um, the age of the backlinks, the quality of the backlinks, the total number that you have. But they might not be looking at you know the content factors as much, or uh, how much traffic they think that they're getting, or the technical side of things around the uh, around the overall algorithm. So why don't you tell me a little bit about some of the ones that you had found? And we we're doing some research for this. Well, yeah. So, uh, and these probably aren't uh, perfectly historically accurate as far as when they entered 
you know, in, into the SEO space, but uh, they are ones that, that people who have been in the industry are, should be very familiar with. Uh, they have gone, you know, several of them have gone from, you know, really good, and we depend on this to realizing after the fact that it's it's not maybe the greatest uh, number or doesn't necessarily represent um, reality. And so, uh, what happened was after PageRank, we started seeing uh, these new ranks, and one of them is Alexa Rank. And so everybody you know who's been doing this for a while has heard of Alexa Rank. Uh, eventually, I think bought by by Amazon, and uh, and Alexa Rank tried to attempt to look at the amount of traffic. And so again, going back to using a, a tool uh, to, to try to determine whether you wanted to pursue, pursue getting a link from a site, that's, that was kind of the purpose that something like Alexa rank would do. So if you had a higher ranked site, you know, some, and basically with Alexa, it was the lower the score, the more popular the site was, and that would be a good, uh, an indicator of a quality site, a high traffic site, that type of thing. Um, so, there were a couple problems with that, and when people were relying on that, and one of them was that uh, it wasn't accurate, and and it got particularly inaccurate when an SEO would look at their own site, and and the reason why that was was because Alexa would get their data from their toolbar. Well, who's running their toolbar? We're running their toolbar. It's not my mom or my dad or you know or anybody else. It's people doing. Uh, optimization work and and so uh, that could be uh, fairly skewed uh, you then had some other people like and I, I hope I say this right say uh, 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 which is S E O N G. yeah I always call it SEOing yeah I think that might make them upset no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's say um, so SEO engine say and and so they're also they're one of probably the earliest people to be uh, coming up with different ranks. Um, I haven't really used their software a whole lot, but I do know that they are one of the people who have been around for a while who, um, I would say before even maybe Moz got into the picture with Moz rank and so on, they started uh, coming up with a lot of different ways to rank data. And uh, and I know this also because of just with Raven, we've, we've had people come in and, and often reference um, the different type of ranks and data that they have. So I think you know SEO has just been doing it for a while, and they have uh, a lot of interesting uh, scores. Uh, and then you brought up uh, AC Rank, which is a part of Majestic SEO, and right. AC and AC Rank is it's a fairly simple uh, score, I think, right now. Uh, it is based on uh, mainly like backlinks and, and looking at those other sites. Uh, it's not it's not super sophisticated, but it is something that that can kind of give you some degree of quality. I was actually recently talking with uh, them, and uh, and they they are currently I can't give any details, but they are actually currently uh, working on coming up with some better ranking scores because they have a tremendous amount of data. They've been they've been doing what they're doing as far as indexing. Uh, the internet for themselves uh, to to help us out uh, for quite some time, and so they're going to be kind of working on that. There is also, let's see, I think there's uh, Com- Compete has uh, a score. Uh, another oldie but goodie is uh, Technorati, which I'm not even sure it's available anymore. I should have looked that up before the show. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I, I just remember every, anybody who had a blog, they were measuring how you know authoritative their blog was. 
based on the Technorati score. But I exactly. think you're right. I think they might have since removed it then. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and uh, hear from our sponsors. So we'll be talking more about these ranking factors and also some analyzers when we get back. Time to regroup and reload. More weapons of mass marketing after this. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Weapons of Mass Marketing. Presented by Raventools.com. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Weapons of Mass Marketing. My name is Taylor Pratt, and I'm joined today by John Henshaw. We're both from Raven Internet Marketing Tools, and today we are talking about uh, the idea of ranking algorithms. Where do they come from? Why do we see them as so important? Uh, and really what we're talking about right now is the different ranking scores that people have come up with. We've talked about PageRank, Alexa, AC Rank. We just finished talking about Compete and Technorati. And there's only a couple left. You know, the big one is going to be MozRank. But um, real quickly, SEM Rush Rank. This is, again, this is this is sort of like a mashup of uh, traffic, I believe. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, John. Um, where they're looking at you know how, where you're ranking now, how much traffic they believe that you're getting, and I, I don't know too much more into the sophistication of that algorithm. Yeah, I, I personally haven't spent a lot of time on that, and I also know that uh, they do ranking, actual ranking. So they they try to uh, you know do SERPs 
uh, on top of that. So that can get a little confusing. Um, yeah. You know, I would say you know going back to sort of the uh, the beginning of the topic, which is PageRank. Uh, PageRank, as as we now know, is uh, something that has been uh, obsessed over <laughs> by people in our in our industry. Uh, obsessed over by our clients because of us uh, poorly educating them, and uh, and it's gotten to the point where uh, it's not as important, but it's still uh, sought after often. But Google has been actively uh, trying to thwart that, and and by that I mean blocking people from being able to get that. And you know, maybe, maybe not. We have some experience and uh, not being able to get that score, <laughs> which I won't go into. And and so, what that's done is it's it's left open the opportunity for somebody to come along and create something that would be, say, the equivalent of that. And so, uh, what was really great was somebody took that challenge and, and that, that somebody or entity was SEO Moz. And so uh, SEO Moz saw that opportunity uh, and, and came up with not only what they're calling Moz rank, but several other scores, which we can talk about in a second too. Um, but the idea, you know, behind Moz rank, at least from, from my view, the, the end user's view is that I can uh, try to get something that is the equivalent to page rank without, Pissing off Google, <laughs> trying trying right. to actually get what the page rank is, and and so uh, I've said it before. You know they they've they had the foresight to see this need coming up, and uh, and were able to take uh, Linkscape, which actually is now called Open Site Explorer, and use that tremendous amount of data uh, and to come up with their own algorithms, kind of their own way of of um, you know backwards, you know, reverse engineering, uh, to come up with uh, their own score, which is MozRank. And, and so that's, that's something that uh, we're using now in our own software, and I think a lot of people are depending on. Uh, and and it's, it's one of those uh, things that, uh, since we don't have easy access to PageRank, it's really nice to have MozRank, and they have a, a pretty good API, um, which we're able to get to. But of course... Listeners out there can go straight to OpenSight Explorer, and then they can get that data, I believe, themselves um, directly from doing a search. And you know what I like about MozRank a lot is it's the more complete algorithm compared to a lot of these other ones, looking at multitude of factors, not just focusing on one thing or the other. And I also really like what you know I always wanted PageRank to do is it gives you more than just a rounded number. PageRank would just tell you about a four out of ten, where MozRank might tell you you have a four point two out of ten. So if you didn't, you know, make that leap from a PageRank of four to five, you could see that a more granular growth that you've had over, you know, the last time that you checked your rank. So that's always been useful. And like you had mentioned before, we they they have a couple of other algorithms that um, people are going to take more and more notice of, like um, Page Authority and MozTrust. Uh, mm-hmm. Domain Authority. Yeah. Yep. So, domain Authority. Yeah. So. So all these different ranks, they're they're really helpful. They offer some insight into, uh, you would say, the authority or trust of a particular site. And for somebody who is doing link building, this is something that is pretty important. Now, however, if you step back from that and, and you just kind of look at that individual score and you look at the big picture and what's really important, then uh, – 
you kind of have to say, just like PayDrink is today, none of these scores should be taken um, on their own. In other words, you, if you're doing link building you're, and you're trying to determine, is this a site that I want to get a link from, uh, to just say that, oh, the MozRank is good or the PageRank is good is not exactly the best way to go about uh, building links. And so it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not a uh, sort of a panacea in a sense of, of, you know, what you need to figure out where you should build links from. And so uh, because of that, and because, you know, that's, it's kind of an obvious thing for a lot of people in the industry now that, that you shouldn't just factor one thing. What we've seen is uh, the introduction of, of mashups. So we've seen the introduction of, sort of analysis tools that factor in a lot more things than just that one thing because the idea behind that is if you have um, several things from different areas that all relate to say that one site or to that page that can come back and give you an idea of quality then that might give you um, an, a, a much better indication of should I pursue contacting this particular site. Should I pursue creating a relationship and trying to get a mention or advertising or a guest blog? And so, uh, you know, this is something that uh, before I think I even knew you, uh, Taylor, and before Raven even existed, we were doing link bait. This is years ago, like four or five years ago. And we had created something called the SO Analyzer. And that was a similar type of mashup tool. It was a little different from the rankings um, you know, that we were talking about. But what it did do is it looked at all these different elements. And it would it, it's what we now call today our design analyzer, but we called it SEO analyzer back then. And so it would look at uh, the actual code that you had. Were you using semantic elements? Um, were you using nested tables? How big was, was your page? And, and it took all these different factors or what we sometimes call tests and we would give uh, each different area a score, and then we would summarize it, and you'd get this zero out of a hundred score. And I don't—we probably weren't the first person because hardly anybody has anything original out there uh, anymore. But uh, at the time, I was—you uh, know—our tool was the only one I knew of that had done something like that for SEO and had that zero to a hundred score, and and it was really well received. And it was something where people were like, yeah, that makes sense to me. If I look at all these different factors by clicking on a button and getting this really easy-to-read score, zero out of 100, uh, that makes sense to me. I can use that, and I can use that on a regular basis. And so after that, I started to see, as I'm sure you did, because I think you, uh, you were probably already in the industry by then, um, we started to see a lot of other different tools out there. The, one of the most popular ones um, and great tools that are out there is Website Grader by HubSpot. And right. so Website Grader, I believe, was sort of their, their first big tool that was basically part link bait, part they use that inside their system. And so they did something very similar but took it several you know levels higher. And so they, they checked on all kinds of other things. Um, I think they may... Um, have used PageRank back then, so they had some different ranking scores in there. They might use MozRank instead now. And, and yeah, so they do use MozRank. Yeah, so it was one of these really cool 
analysis tools or is um, that you can sit there and you can run on any site and then get a pretty good idea of the quality of that site. Now, for me, uh, website grader is a little more than I need as in regards to link building. Um, in fact, they actually market it more for just look at me. I'm just this good. You know, my site is this good and put right. this badge, you know, on your page. Um, but it's still the same concept and it's a good concept. Uh, we actually do something now more geared towards link building, which we call the quality analyzer. And, uh, and so we'll talk about that uh, in a minute after we hear from our sponsors. Time to regroup and reload. More weapons of mass marketing after this. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Weapons of Mass Marketing. Presented by RavenTools.com. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the Weapons of Mass Marketing. My name is Taylor Pratt. I'm here with John Henshaw, and we are talking about all the different analyzers that are out there to tell you, you know, they're trying to give you an idea of how well your site's optimized, how well other sites are optimized, so you can decide whether or not you want to get a link from them, or maybe it's a, some type of sales thing you're going on, and you want to kind of get an idea of where that site stands. We were talking about uh, the SEO analyzer, which is something that John uh, had created um, way back when that has now uh, been since transformed into the design analyzer, and then also HubSpot's website grader. Now, um, John, you, you were mentioning just before the break that um, we're getting a lot of other tools that are springing up around there. What I'm noticing, though, which is a lot different than website grader and SEO analyzer, and which is now the design analyzer, that you're not getting any more scores. You know, you used to get all these mashup scores, and, you know, at least with the design analyzer and website grader, you're getting like a 90 out of 100. Now, with all these other ones like pair analytics and SEO workers, 
there's SEO report card and SEO scores. Uh, those were four that I uh, had, had found. Uh, Peer Analytics is gorgeous, by the way. If, if you haven't used that, I, I highly recommend it. Um, but really what they're giving us is just kind of a state of where this certain page is. This is the elements that you could see within it, but they're not giving you any kind of information as overall we'd give this a 9 out of 10 or some kind of score like that. And, you know, something that I know you, you really want to touch on, you're not in control as to, you know, what you're seeing as important. Now, a question I had for you when you had set up the design analyzer, were you giving different weight to certain factors or how are you deciding what, what yeah, you want? Yeah, both with the design analyzer and the quality analyzer, it was, you know, the thing about it was we were the ones deciding for you and are deciding for you uh, how much something is is actually weighted towards that final score, and so that's that's essentially something that plagues, I would say, all of these tools. So we've we've gone from single score, so we've gone from page rank to then other people coming up with different ranks and scores to uh, present day, which is uh, these analyzers that basically take all these different types of ranks and scores into one to come up with that final score. But the problem that we have with that is uh, they're fixed. They're fixed by the person who programmed it. And so it doesn't matter where you go. If you go to any of these other analysis, uh, kind of mashup meta-analysis tools, including our own, you get a fixed score. You have to trust that whatever weighting a person put on those individual tests and then the accumulation of that uh, to create that final score is something that makes sense. And and so and most people don't even uh, they don't even publish, you know, how they got to that. A lot of these ranks or scores are proprietary, uh, so they don't even want to show you, you know, how they got to that. And so there's a lot of trust that's that's put into it. And and that's fine except for most people, at least in this industry, uh, have sort of their own idea of what is important to them. And and if they have the choice, would like to be able to modify that themselves. Right. And, you know, I think it's going to come down to the way that we were raised in this industry, too. I mean, you're going to have a lot more experience with um, – you know, have come from, you know, let's say 2000 to where we are today, you've seen the algorithm change a lot more than I have. I didn't get in the industry until about 2005. And so we both are seeing, and I think this even goes industry specific, we're seeing different ranking um, factors have a different weight than what other people might see in their specific industry. You know, somebody who's in, in an industry where um, they're not really that well optimized, most of the sites and the search results, you're not taking into account certain factors as heavily as somebody who might be in, you know, like the legal industry might be taking certain things. You, through your own testing, you have noticed something has more weight than somebody else has seen. And and that's what we want to see start to influence these analyzers so you have more control over that. Yeah, well, and I, I also see it as again, people have a different idea of what's important to them than maybe somebody else, you know, in the same, you know, also doing SEO might see something different. And so for, here's an example. An example might be that when I'm considering contacting somebody or, you know, doing my link building and I'm looking at a site, well, I might, uh, in, in my own sort of theories towards how Google's algorithm works, I might be taken in, into account are they an influencer in social media? That may matter to me. I may have my own, have done my own research, 
and I have my own da data that suggests that not only if I check on these things and I see how well they're ranked and how well they're indexed, but if I also look at where's their presence in social media and Twitter and so on and where those links might be coming into to their site, how popular their site is in a different way, well, I might be interested in those metrics too. And so w what I'm seeing coming down the road, what I, th what I think is going to be sort of the, the, the change in how we rank and analyze things in 2011 is what I, as of a week ago, am calling custom rank. And, and all custom rank is is a concept, which is that the, sort of the future of internet marketers who are trying to quickly measure things, uh, it's, it's sort of a respecting of, of your approach to internet marketing, your approach to SEO. And in, and in most cases, people have their own idea of what's important to them, and so uh, one of the things we'll be doing, uh, I expect several other people in the industry to be doing this too, is we're going to be, uh, instead of creating a tool that is fixed, we're going to try in the future to create tools that you can modify. So I could essentially come in and, uh, like right now, we have something called a quality analyzer. People use that link building. It looks at different factors, but they're fixed. And the weighting for each thing is fixed. And so... Uh, with with the concept of custom rank, a customer would be able to come in and they would be able to say, you know what, out of these 20 different testing factors, uh, only 10 of them are important to me. And so I'm going to pick these 10. I'm going to choose uh, how much it, it should influence the final score out of those 10 and weight them. And then I've basically created my own custom score. And, and part of uh, this need isn't something that you know I think just sort of was just made up it's it's also something I've been seeing in requests so as as a product manager we have a lot of agencies using our software and a lot of them especially the bigger ones uh, have their own sort of I guess you could say uh, custom analysis custom ranks of their own and they name it their own name their cust their their clients are used to seeing that particular that particular name and they're used to measuring those factors and and so they don't like coming into any type of system out there ours or anybody else's and and then having this very fixed uh, system and having a name that their clients are familiar with so I think this also is going to uh, this approach is going to fulfill the need of a lot of agencies that have a set way of doing things and and uh, you know, look at the rest of the market and go, we know how to do it best. And and these are the rankings that are most important to us. And these are the um, on-site and off-site factors for particular sites that are most important to us. Yeah. And, you know, what I really like about it is as the search engines update their own algorithms, these tools can be updated right away. So, you know, the quality and or the design analyzer had uh, a page load component to it a while ago before Google came out and said, all right, this is a major you know, ranking factor for us. And so now, you know, maybe you weren't paying attention to it as much before. You could adjust your own algorithm or I mean, the own, your own quality score and, and increase the importance of that page load time. So now your overall quality score that you have is now um, applicable to what the search engines just did. And I think that that's going to have a huge impact in allowing SEOs to really just stay on top of how everything is going and making sure that their own tools are adapting to these changes, not just the way that they're doing things. 
Yeah, I, I think that's an excellent point, and I hadn't even thought about that, you know, because that, that tool's been around for a long time, and um, when when we added that initial check, it was around just the idea of a good user experience. It was sort of like, you know what, you need a page that just communicates well, is semantic, and so on, uh, and, and then you're right, and then just this past year, they came out with this idea, um, or basically the statement that speed mattered, and that it was now part of their algorithm. Uh, now, it only affects a certain percentage of, of sites, so they say, um, but still, it's something that you have to take into account and would definitely want to uh, weight that higher uh, if you were looking at that type of data. Yep. And uh, if you do want to play more around with what we're talking about, it's customrank.com. Let John and I know what your algorithm is. You can just tweet it out, and we'll, we'll be picking up on it. We're going to compile some of our favorite uh Analyze or quality custom rank scores that people have put together, and as always, we have a secret word for you uh, to email us if you'd like some free Raven swag. This time, we're giving away some Raven piggy banks. Just email me Taylor at RavenTools.com the secret word, which is custom rank. Again, that's Taylor at RavenTools.com, and I will uh, whoever sends that to us first will send out some cool Raven swag. Weapons of Math. Marketing airs Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. You can download the archives of our past shows by going to webmasterradio.fm or find them on iTunes. Thank you, John, for this great discussion, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time.